Welcome back to More About God Podcast. It's good to be back. It's good to be back doing the podcast for this Monday. Um, God has blessed me with, you know, the capability of doing this. Um, Be in prayer for me. I'll be going to Haiti next week. Uh, We'll be in Haiti by Thursday, and I'll have to do a lot of preaching. There's a lot of teaching that needs to be done. So being in a lot of prayer for me and... um. Thank you for all listening. Again, share this with a friend. We're sticking with the theme of getting out of depression. This week, we're doing worthlessness. What does it feel like to be worthless? Like you're not good enough. Um, I got about six points here. I got about six points in in this entire chapter, this entire thing. So I, you know, let's get just dive right into it. You know what I'm saying? We're in a we're in First Kings chapter nineteen. We have been talking about our good old friend Elijah. Elijah is a very was a very um, godly man, a man that God had used a lot. But in chapter nineteen, he was struggling. He just got off a mountaintop experience, and God had I mean God had just done a great work through him. And Elijah, I mean, and Jezebel had just threatened his life. So we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about all the things that have happened, like the, that has happened to him. We're going to talk about what God's response was, what our response should be to feeling worthless, to feeling not good enough. So we're going to start with not kind of like kind of move in to from not good enough to worthlessness because it, in my mind you you start feeling like well if you're not good enough and if you're not good enough you're, you feel worthless and it's almost like a stepping stone. Um. So when you feel not good enough, like there's about three things you you do when I like a couple things you do when you um you do no there's about three things you do when you don't feel good enough. You compare yourself to others. So I'm not as good as him. So how can I be good enough? I can't do what he can do. So I don't think I'm good enough. You rely on your own good works, your own strengths, your own skills to be able to do something good. Well, that is not what God wants at all. And we don't look at what God can do through us. We look at what we can do through ourselves. So let's talk about that a little bit. In cha- in chapter 19, verse 4, it says, um, But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a juniper tree, and he had requested for himself that he might die. And he said, It is enough now, O Lord. Take my life away, for I am not better than my fathers let's pray generally father we thank you for this day we thank you for the blessing of this day lord i thank you for allowing me to do this podcast i ask you to give me clarity of thought speech and everything and action i ask you to help guide me through this entire podcast lord that it may be of you and not myself that someone may get something out of this and share it lord or use it in their own message lord None of these messages are mine. None of, none of these things are trademarked. If they were to word for word copy down what I said and use it themselves, that is a hundred percent okay. God help help me be able to help someone, help out some people here, Lord. Help me honor and glorify you in every way. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right. So let's focus on that first point I hit and not being good enough, which is don't compare yourself to others. Jesus talked about that a little bit in um, the New Testament. He talked about not comparing yourself. He says, when you know, compare that myself to like another man because, well, first of all, I mean, 
you have no idea what this man, you know, what God's plan with this, with him is when he had a different plan for you. It would be like for me to look at some great preacher who's preaching to thousands and it may not be God's will for me to preach to thousands. And I say, well, I'm not doing what he's doing, so I must not be good enough, which is wrong. Because you don't know what God wants you to do. God may want you to scrub toilets the rest of his life, and you'll get more reward than the guy who tried to do the thing he wasn't supposed to. God has a different plan, a different idea, a different way, a different thing he wants for all of us. In fact, let me just find it really quick. Um, it, uh, it's in John, I think. I just got to click on something here. It's, no, it's actually Matthew. I just remembered that. Just got to scroll down a little bit. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew 25. Let's turn to Matthew 25 with me, if you would do that. Turn to Matthew 25. You don't have to. I'll end up reading a lot of this stuff. I always read um, anything, any things I have, just in case someone doesn't have a Bible with them or something. You never know. And if they're just listening to it on their on the drive, you don't want them reading when they're driving. So if you're driving right now, don't read. Just listen to me read if you can bear that. So Matthew 25. Turning to Matthew 25. Verses, I think we'll start in verse, um, uh, yeah, verse 14. I think we'll start in verse 14. It's a very popular story with God. It is the story of the talents. Ugh, struggling here. Get this thing in my hands. So let's read. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto uh, one he gave five talents, to the other and uh, two, and to the other one. To every man according to his uh, several ability and straightway took his journey. So first of all, God's given you a different ability than everyone else. You know, like he said, you know, this is like the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a land. God has given you your abilities, your talents to do what he has for you to do. So let's keep watching. And unto one he gave, okay, wait, verse 16, then that he had, uh, he had received then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made them another five talents. And likewise, he that had received two also gained another two. But he that had received one went out, digged in the earth, and had hid his Lord's money. After a long time, uh, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. Okay, before we continue on there, because we will... See what God, you know, what the Lord did, and what I believe God will do with us. We see that the man with five talents, he, I mean, it's very, you can see that as a man who's had a lot of talent, someone who just, who's doing big things in a humanistic way for God. And he says, you know what, I'm going to go out, I'm going to get more, I'm going to do more for God, I do as much as he can. He went out and did everything he could. And the same thing with a man with two talents, just some, just some guy. I would consider him just like a little bit of a nobody. And he said, you know what? It doesn't matter. I may not have a lot, but I'm going to double it and give it all back to God. But that man with a single talent, he could have done the same thing. He could have done the exact same thing. But you know what he did? You know what he did? He, he hid it. He hid it in the earth. Because he's like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, in my mind, he might be thinking, well, I didn't get as much as everyone else. You can't just sit there and look, about what, look at what everyone else got 
and say, well, you know, I don't, I don't need, I don't have what they can do, so I might as well not even try. We can't have that attitude. We have to have the attitude of the man who had two talents. Even though it's fewer, you can still do just as much for God with just two. Let's keep reading here in verse 20. And so uh, he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful in over few things. I will make you rule. Make thee ruler over many things, enter thou to the joy of thy Lord. He who also that had received the two talents came and said, Lord, thou hast deliveredest, delivered, deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained another two talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over few things. I will make thee ruler over many. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Elijah looked at himself and compared himself to his fathers before him and said, I'm not as good as them. This man right here, the one with two talents, could have looked and said, I don't have as many talents as a man with five talents, but he didn't. He just took what he had and did what he needed to do. We need to more and more focus on what God has for us, what God's willing to do with us, what God wants to do with the small things we have, more than focus on what we, and then our own ability. And that kind of leads me to point two here. Don't rely on your own good works. Don't rely on your own strength. Um, If we turn, I think it's Ephesians somewhere. I, I bet I could find it. Let me just look here. Um... I bet it's in here. Let me see here. It's Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace are we saved through faith, and not, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. We are saved by grace. We were given strength by God. If I looked for it, I bet I could find it, is the verse that talks about, you know, in God's strength. In fact, um, if you go to John, I just, again, I preached a lot about on these. If you go to John... You might just turn over there and just read a little bit about what John, what Jesus was saying in John chapter 16, verses 33. These things have I spoken unto you, that in that ye might have peace in the world. Ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I, this is Jesus talking, remember that, I have overcome the world. And then Peter talks about our faith being the victory that overcomes our world. And this be the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. See, our faith in God is what we can use to overcome the world. I know it's hard to sometimes when you look and you're sitting there going, what can I do to be godly, do, do what God wants me to do? But don't look on your own strength. Look at the, what God can do through you. Um, without faith, it is impossible to please him. It says that. Let's actually, I want to find that. I want to make sure I'm saying that 100% right. It's in Hebrews. I think it's like 11... One, we're just going to go turn over there. So, again, if you have your Bibles and you're listening with your Bibles, do that. If you're just listening, again, in the car, uh, safe travels, definitely. Safe travels. I'll, you know, praying for you guys. But, um, what it says right here. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen for by the, by, for, by, through faith we understand the, the words 
we are framed by the word of God. So things which are seen were not made of things which are which do appear. And that right there, honestly, if you I guess I don't know what I was reading there, but sorry. Verses eleven, I mean verse one and two. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by the for by it the elders obtain a good report. By what faith? If you keep reading through and you see all what the great heroes do with great works they did and what God had blessed them with. I actually remember that verse is that we're gonna go over to it. You just read, all these people did great things. Why? Because of their faith. Because of things they believe they believed in God and he used God's strength. When Moses was in the wilderness and he parted the Red Sea, it wasn't because of it wasn't because of Moses, it was because of God. We'll actually turn over there in a second, but here's a verse. It's Hebrews twelve two actually. Um I think uh, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who by uh, the joy was set before us. No, it's not that. I can't remember where that verse is. But it, it is uh, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Because it is. Um, we need faith to make it through life. We need faith. We need God to make it through life. If you turn, I mean, if you look at David and Goliath, you look at... Um, I actually have a whole lesson about being strong. If you look at David and Goliath, you look at Samson, you look at Moses, you look at Joshua and the walls of Jericho, all that stuff. These people relied on God's strength, not their own. If they relied on God's strength, they would have fallen. I encourage you, don't rely on your own strength when you have the infinite strength of God that you can rely on. But if you were to read in Samuel chapter 17, you read the story of David and Goliath. Read in Exodus 14, Moses crossing the Red Sea. If you read in Joshua 6, the walls of Jericho fall at the mighty hands of God. We need to focus on what God can do, what God is able to do through you, through me, and what he's wanting to do. And actually, I don't think we're going to get to the worthless thing tonight, because we're kind of running out of time. That's okay, it's going to be a little bit shorter lesson, but that's fine. But, finally, we need to look what God can do through you. So don't look at your own abilities. This is what we need to look at is what God can do through you. So let's actually turn, I think, I want to turn to Exodus 14. And I just want to show you what Moses was uh, facing here. And I know this is a little bit different than my normal podcast. I, I hope you're bearing with me. Um, hope you're enjoying it. hope you're learning something. Um, but Exodus 14 here, we're going to talk about the amazingness of... The cross and the Red Sea, which is my favorite, one of my favorite Bible stories, honestly. But um, let's listen to what God instructs for Israel right here. So we'll start in one. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they churn and encamp before Pehathamroth, I'm really bad with names, uh, between Migdol and the sea over against Baal's of Fun. Before it shall ye, uh, before it shall ye encamp by the sea, for Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land of the wilderness, hath shut them up, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and they shall follow after him, of them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all of his host, and the Egyptians make known that I am the Lord, and they, and they did so. And you, if you keep reading, you know, Pharaoh does harden his heart. Pharaoh does um, 
you know, go after Moses. And if you keep reading here, and there's a verse here. Now, let me find it. I, I actually have it written down somewhere, so I'm going to find where I have it written down. 13 and 14. Verses 13 and 14 in Exodus 14. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which shall which he shall shew unto you today. For, Egypt, for the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Right there, right there. We need to focus on God's going to fight for us. God wants to fight for us. God wants to give us the strength and the capability to make it through day to day. So I, I tell you guys, I ask you guys to remember as you go out through this week, as you go out through this time, remember that God is fighting for you. Remember that God loves you. Remember to not focus on everyone else because you may not have all the talents that everyone else has, but you'll get the same blessing. As we read in Matthew, that um, that Lord didn't say, well, you're going to get less than the guy who had ten talents. He said, no, you have, were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. It could have been just as much as the guy with the ten talents. But he was faithful over those ten talents. So don't focus on what you can do. Focus on what God can do. Don't focus on the people in your past as it's good to, you know, I, you know it, that's a whole other thing. That we're not going to get into right now. That's a whole other message that we're just not going to jump into right now. But don't sit there and look at, look at what everyone else can do. Just focus on what God can do through you. And I thank you for listening this week. This was More About God Podcast with Carter Wallenbeck. I'm going to be recording some more soon. And you will get one by next Monday. I thank you for listening. I hope this has been a blessing. I know this is really rushed and it kind of is because I'm really busy. So be in prayer for me. I don't want to do this much. I do believe God can work through this. But... Again, just be in prayer for me that I can get some more good podcasts and stuff out. So thank you for listening. Let's pray, and we'll see you all next time. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. I ask you for protection over all the people who are driving right now and listening. I ask you for protection over me as I go into Haiti. I ask you to let this help someone, Lord. Help Let this encourage someone, Lord. Help us not feel not good enough because we don't have as much as anyone else because you can use us just the same we thank you for all that you have done help us be a blessing unto everyone around us in jesus name i pray amen thank you for listening and see you guys next time